Meanwhile, you were out for a walk with Rob Gandola recently. Rob is the Chief Scientific Officer with the Irish Herpetological Society. But you weren't talking about reptiles. No, that's right. It was an absolutely wonderful experience. The weather was absolutely dire. It was just at the, the, the tail end of a very, very stormy day. So it was very, very wet. It was pitch dark. We're absolutely sodden. I was there to, to, to talk about an amphibian, first of all, for frogs, for, for, for the, the nature nights on, on RTE. But while we were there, Rob and I noticed quite a lot of, of pairs of eyes staring back at us from the darkness. It was kind of very, it was very interesting. It was a little bit unsettling, I must say, just to see so many pairs of eyes reflected in the light, just staring at us in the darkness, moving around, paying attention to what we're doing. But certainly it was very atmospheric and it's an experience that I won't soon forget. So, Niall, this is actually a cracker of a spot. I love this place where I brought you to and it's very close to where I live, actually, just outside Lara Village in County Wicklow. Very scenic. Now, it's pitch dark. If I didn't have this torch we'd be in trouble. I I would have slipped on my backside long ago. Yeah. I know this place quite well and I still, there's a good chance that I'd injure myself without a good torch. The reason why I want to take you down here is is particularly right. So there's a lot of deer moving around, Mm -hmm. but um, we've also got a lot of pine marten moving around here as well, which seem to uh, be, you know, they're either the the bane or the beauty, depending on who you're talking to around here. Some people love them. Some people hate them because they have a a fondness for chickens. Yes. Um, As most mustelids do. Um, there's also badger here. There's red squirrel here during the day as well. You know, so it's quite a diverse spot for Irish mammals, even though it's quite a small patch as well. So uh, I think we need to have a wander down here to where this kind of grassland meets a bit of woodland okay. edge. And we'll, we'll you go first with a the torch there. there. Yeah. And, and we'll have a look. It's a very wet evening, I should yeah, say. Soaking for, wet down here. For a bit of eye shine. Just, just be careful because there's a lot of uh, old drainage ditches that have been dug <laughs> into the ground. Um, I'll stick close to you. Yeah, and keep keep to the right because it's very wet and boggy over on, on the left. Okay, Grant. Great, okay. So, um, In position. Yeah, so I'm just going to lower my voice a touch here. But uh, there was, earlier when I was down here, there was this lovely set of inquisitive eyes kind of checking me out, wondering what was going on with the torch. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it's like properly pitch dark and it's raining... Um, they seem to be just watching what's going on in terms of me moving the torchlight around. Obviously, I'm shaking it because I need to not fall over myself. And then I'm pointing it behind me so that you don't fall over yourself <laughs> or me. <laughs> and we end up a big wet mess on the ground. Health and safety, very but, important. Uh, yeah. So um, oh, I saw a flash of eyes in the tree. Yeah, exactly. So that's very likely to be some of our um, vagrant pine martens that hang around wow. here. So I don't think... They're resident. I don't think they're breeding or they're, or they're nesting anywhere in here. Like, there's no Pine Martin boxes up. Um, maybe that's a job for the new year. But uh, there's a very good sense. Like, so we've caught them on the camera traps moving through. And we know they're male and female for obvious physical characteristics <laughs> when they're walking away from the cameras. But that's there amazing. was a pair, pair of eyes. Just I saw, I saw the, 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 the animal yeah. in the tree. It, it flashed its eyes towards us. It was looking. Uh, Pine Martins being muscles, they're incredibly curious. I'm sure they're listening to us speaking and, and seeing the torch and wondering what's going on. Uh, and also I saw quite a lot of eye shine, bit bigger eyes, further spaced, um, a bit more orange in, in colour, which I presume are the deer. Yeah, so they, they'll be our, our resident seeker um, deer that like to move through the gardens, eat everybody's grass. You think that a bit of fencing's going to get in their way, but unless that fencing's eight feet tall, those guys are coming over it, you know. Um, There's a pair of eyes watching us r- down low there, look. Shining out from behind that... Uh, that foliage there okay oh yeah i can see it yeah lovely and there's a bit of it a bit of movement there yeah there's a little bit of movement 
There's a bit of a greenish tinge. I don't think it's a fox. Something checking us out for sure there, yeah. Rob. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, and it's gone. Yep. So it's gone into the... I'm back. back. This is all the hallmarks, I think, of our Pine Martins. Um, so they're just watching. And then if we walk and they run, like they're right in the forest edge here, they'll, they'll disappear. You could um, tell when we saw the deer and their eyes shine, their eyes are more widely spaced. You can definitely tell yeah, it's a yeah. bigger animal. The Pine Martin, the eyes are cat-like on the front of the head I see something te- they're definitely taking an interest in it that head's bobbing from the side oh look at it yeah. it's lifting, lifting up its neck I imagine that's magic just having a little look see the grass is quite long there because it hasn't been grazed um, right along this woodland border area they can get away I think it's just like they're just curious they're just so curious about everything and we have found like up where we've left the vehicles now, there's there's been a lot of scent marking recently. Ah, okay, okay. So uh, we found scat. We found like the the spray patches as well. So I'm wondering if uh, it's definitely a pair of them there. I see yeah. the two two sets of eyes. So I, I'm I'm wondering if this is um, you know, it's kind of like the last hurrah before resources get mm. scarce. They're trying to capitalise on, on you know maybe there's a, there's a lot of late season lambs around or. You know, not the Pine Martins eat lambs, but they might scavenge if one of them mm-hmm. has died. Um, or they might scavenge something that a fox may have left over. You mentioned there about the camera traps and that you've seen Pine Martins on them. You've seen yeah. red squirrels on them. When did you last see a grey squirrel on them out of interest? Up here? Never. Yeah. Never <laughs> seen grey squirrels, which is fantastic. And I know that they're down in the village. And we know they're as far as... So we see them regularly in Animo. We see them regularly in Roundwood. So we know that they're around. They're in the National Park as well. But we've never seen them this far up, up, uh, up out just outside like um, Lara Village, which is great. So I'm hoping that uh, it's the pine martin that's keeping them in check and keeping them away. Well, that's right, because the animal we're watching right now, these pine martins, they're the absolute nemesis of the grey squirrel. Apparently they're delicious, um, but, for, <laughs> but a bit greasy. But uh, for a pine martin, you know, like a grey squirrel would be a, would be a good sized meal. And when you look at the reds and how the reds interact, so like you get, like you will get both um, species on, on the camera traps. Like the reds are teeny, no, you know, no. compared to like even like like an adult pine martin. Like the reds are so small, you can see how, you know, I'm sure a pine martin wouldn't wouldn't uh, turn his his nose up at a at a red squirrel lunch, but um, you can see how the red squirrels could get away by just getting out onto thinner branches or just being very nimble and agile, and just escaping and like given the amount of woodland that's here, you would think that this is why, uh, you know, a lot of the pine martin scat that we find would be full of berries. Ah. So there's probably a lot of frugivory going on, especially this time of year. Like I think it's been a particularly good year for uh, hawthorns this year. Like look at that bush there. Yeah, yeah, looking very ridiculous full. amounts yeah. of hawthorns. So we'll find a lot of berries in in the scat as well. So it's better than bones, at least <laughs> as far as red squirrels are concerned. So just for the benefit of the listener, to explain what we're looking at, it's a pitch black background. I see these these bright eyes staring back. It's almost cartoonish. It's like something you, you'd see in a cartoon uh, where it's just these bright shining eyes in the tree. Sort of curiously moving from side to side. They seem to be quite interested in us. They're not frightened. They're not running away. They're watching us constantly. Uh, it's just after Halloween and it's very fitting because there's something quite spooky about this, I have to say. I'm glad I'm here with you. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's nothing like having a wander around in the dark and then all of a sudden these two green globes are kind of reflecting back at you from what looks to us a face height, you know, so... Uh, they're, they're walking well, around there, well, now. Well, they're, they're descending, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can see the deer have run down Oh, here. the deer coming down, yes, yeah, yes, so yes, The yes, deer yes. are coming down, and so you see that their eyes are slightly different. They're, they're to the side of the head. That's right. And they, they, they reflect a, a different colour. There's more of an orangey colour to them. 
Um, there's the deer now moving down, I think, because they've, they've gotten used to us now at this stage. Do you know what it reminds me of when they're walking down, talking of cartoons? It reminds me of the, the seven dwarves with little mining lamps on their head trotting yeah. down the hill. Well, it is, and there's <laughs> enough of them. Sleepy Dopey and uh, Bashful there. The Bashful can be the one at the back, kind of being a little bit shy. So numbers of deer here, like most evenings we'd see anywhere between kind of 13 and, and 17 of them. Um, moving up along the woodland edge and then they'd be out on the road causing all sorts of mischief as they like to do you know um, you do have to drive carefully here in this, in this ab- area absolutely yeah there's, there's, there's no speeding and I think um, there's, there's a concerted effort now to try and get signs up on the road because again there's a lot of tourists around and, and people who are like you know might be in higher cars not used to driving on Irish roads as well just to get a couple of plates up to say you know um, caution wildlife so uh, look that's why they're moving Oh, well, yeah, they're used to the coming down. It's coming down. Um, do you know what else is coming down? The rain. You can probably hear it there on the umbrella there, Derek. Uh, and I'm also getting bitten by mosquitoes, so I think maybe we should, maybe we should call, it, call it a night. Head off for a cup of tea, absolutely. Let's go. Oh, cold and wet, Nile, cold and wet. But a lovely evening by the sounds of things. It really was, Derek, and, and really great to be there with Rob, someone who knows so much about the wildlife of that local area where he lives in Wicklow, and hey, it was an amazing experience. It was worth getting wet for. Anyway, Niall, enjoy the rest of your time in the south of France. We'll see you back here in the studio next week. Bye! Bye!